The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. An Idiot's Guide to Saving the World is back. Because somehow we didn't manage to save it in season one. This award-winning podcast, Bronze Award, is on a mission to get everyone on board to achieve the UN's global goals, one episode at a time. Incredible guests with brilliant minds help us all feel less like idiots to help us realize how we can help save the world. Or just make it a lot less terrifying. An Idiot's Guide to Saving the World, available on your favorite podcast platform. Hello and welcome to episode 108. Season 5, episode 18. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back, guys. It is the last episode of January. It's the 31st January. Well, it feels 31st, like the 78th. Yeah. But it is the first. So tomorrow, it's going to be February. Yeah, a new start. A new start. A new start. I saw that thing where it was like, uh, you know, that clip out of Mrs. Doubtfire, where she's at the window. I think it might be to Piers Brosnan. And she's waving. It's like waving bad to January, and then she <laughs> flips January the bird. Yeah. Um, and this, uh, we're going to start with a bit of a warning, guys. We are. I am especially running on absolute empty. Um, I have just literally got back from a four-hour drive from Portsmouth. Brilliant day, Mill Hill Primary. Thank you very, very much uh, for having me. Hope you found the day useful. Uh, but that was a long. A long ass drive back. Yeah, that's tough. tough um, listening to a really good podcast, if anyone's interested. The Perfect Storm, it's called. All about um, like QAnon and where all those conspiracy theories come from. Really interesting. If anyone's, yeah, fancies a, a change from... Sick of our one. Yeah. It's not turning viewers off. No. I, well, for one, they're not viewers. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are in one of those moods. Not in, I'm not up for this. I'm going to sit here and no, be dead quiet. But I'm just saying if you want a little bit of a change of tone, if it, if you don't want non-stop laughs, you know, you want you don't want you If you don't want your belly to hurt loads, yeah. listen to you that. Can give, the, give, it, give it a go. Um, so, how have you been? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been busy. It has been busy. Uh, things just happening on a nightly basis. Obviously, the kids just, just have to be honest, having kids is hard. Having yeah. kids is hard. Um, and then, yeah, just like last week, just kind of went. It was one of those weeks. It just went. Did a little radio appearance on the BBC Three Counties. Which where is BBC to. Three Counties? No idea. <laughs> no, but you don't need to know that. I don't if know. You've got, it is, if actually. you've got the bants, it doesn't matter, you know, where. BBC where... Three Counties. Go on. Uh, it is. Uh. Hertfordshire, Buckinghamshire, Bedfordshire. Don't know where they are. No, it's like on your way down to um, London. London, yeah. Right, so, so yeah. it's sort I'd... of like Bedfordshire's sort of um, Kettering and places like that, right, I, okay. I believe. I don't know. I shouldn't be putting myself out there, should I? Uh, after, yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Luton, that sort ah, of place. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I flew into Luton after my steg. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, did a little uh, radio appearance. Obviously, you were driving the what he does to go on, didn't he? And then you yeah. couldn't do it. So I stepped up, stepped up to the plate. 
And it uh, just basically turned into 10 minutes of Boris, didn't it? Of the, yeah. You listened to it. It was, uh, no, it was fun. It's a good laugh. Uh, and then, yeah, the weekend uh, it was a quiet one, to be fair. I'd had a couple of, couple of relatively heavy weekends. I, um, I, my, my little girl and my wife and my wife's nan went to Strictly Come Dancing Live. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So we, I, Isla was dead into it. It was, it was funny actually. She was like, "I want to, I want to make a poster." So we're like, "Yeah, make make a poster." Yeah. So she made a poster. Now, obviously, you know the tickets I got them all for Christmas were were nosebleeds at yeah. best. So she, Isla's just like, <laughs> Isla's just like up, up in the gods, up in the gods with this sign, and she's holding the sign up, going "woo," and then Kim said about a minute in, she was just like, "Mummy." <laughs> My arms are really tired. And then Kim was just like, you don't have to hold the sign the yeah. entire show. So I was on, basically, I was on taxi duty for the whole weekend, kind of going to town, dropping them off, coming back with Max, then going back, picking them up and, and so on. So then Sunday night, I got a, I got an offer, an offer that I could not refuse uh, because I'd had a nice weekend with the kids, but I'd not done much, like we've not been able to do it. Plus, let's talk about the, the wind. Now, I'm not talking about you Your know wind. the day after a hot balty. <laughs> I'm talking the wind was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I built a house for Max. Max is um, going to be turning three in about a month, and I built a house for him for his second birthday. Yeah, that's gone. That was in what, the garden. Away. Oh yeah, big time. Not there's some there's some. It, it's kind of like a really low budget twister. Like there's a there's a plastic door there. There's some plastic bolts, but the main you know the main structure bulk of the, the house, yeah. the bulk of the house is gone. But I got an offer. Is that the window? Did you did you did you actually make the house? Yeah, I made the house. Yeah. The house was. Yeah. It wasn't. A but case you know that? Do you know like obviously when you got? When, no, no, I did it proper, and Dad helped me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew that was. Yeah, Dad come. helped me. Yeah, but listen, I'm not scared to admit that. Um, <laughs> but you know, like you obviously had this new this new kind of outhouse office thing yeah, built yeah. and you got rid of your shed yeah yeah your shed um for some reason my dad was like oh yeah adam will have that shed didn't didn't <laughs> like speak to me about it just was like adam will have that shed so it all got dropped off in my garden and i was a bit like what am i supposed to do with this <laughs> no instructions i have absolutely no idea and everyone who come well kim's brother came to visit and he looked in the garden and he was just like Oh my god! Has the wind done that? And I was like, No, no, I've never built it, and it's just there. Anyway, going back to the offer, uh, I saw Nana Maureen on Saturday with my mum. Yeah, and they said, uh, Hey, Adam, we're going bingo tomorrow. Do you want to come? Now I've been uh, Mecca bingo with Nana and Mum before. I think on two occasions, maybe three, but years ago. I mean, we're talking mm. like maybe twenty eighteen. So I thought, you know what? Yeah, go on then. I'll dabble. I tell you what, I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, but it's 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 madness. Have you have you been? Not to, I've only ever done bongos, bingo. Yeah, oh, it's nothing like bongos. It's like really passive aggressive. <laughs> it's it's really quick. So you know, this is what I don't get. There's loads of these old women. Yeah, and I'm there, a relatively fit. <laughs> 30 something. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Stay with slow me. Slow down. Stay with me, brother. Relatively fit 30 something. <laughs> and honestly, I'm losing these numbers left, right, and center. And bloody Doris, four rows behind. Honestly, Hot she's shot. like, yeah. 
She's like practice in it. It's practice. Um, Gotta get the hang of it. I'm sure Doris in the first couple of weeks was nowhere. Yeah, but the you first the couple hand. of weeks were 1970s. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nana Maureen was hilarious. Uh, she or, uh, the, the, playing bingo in Nana Maureen is so funny because she she gets well into it. Well, yeah. giddy. She was on the brandies. I even treated myself to a bottle of beer, and we we're all like, "Yeah, come on, let's take on the jackpot." And then as soon as the game starts and they go one and nine nineteen, you just hear Nana Maureen going shit. <laughs> shit every time shit and I was cr- I was sat there crying I kept missing numbers because she was just going nope nope <laughs> um, but yeah I ended up winning I ended up basically breaking even um, but my mum was telling me there was a woman about there was a woman about two rows across and mum said oh do you know that woman over there every time we come she wins really? and I was like yeah well today's today I'm here and there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> 500 jackpot goes straight to that woman. I was just like, no, she's a sheriff. Uh, <laughs> buys a drink. Um, but no, I was one number off a bag, a bag of sand, grand. Yeah, yeah I was one number. I was waiting on all the fours, 44, two sailboats. Um, and it just, just it was, go- I was it, but it was like six or seven numbers that I was waiting for. Because obviously when you're waiting on one, you think someone's just going to call yeah. it now. And do you know, it just happens. Probably that's why I was the game. I'm hooked. It was like four and three, 43. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. four and... And I was like, and they were like, five, 45. <laughs> and, I was, and they were going, over threes, 33. And I was going like, oh, no. And then the grand just went to this guy. But it went to a guy who was talking through the Lynx games. Now, if you've not been to bingo, Lynx games are where all the mechas kind of join up and it's for big dough. Yeah. And you've got to listen intently because it's like colours. It's like colour schemed. And uh, this joke shop was talking right through the links and I, I couldn't concentrate. Obviously, my ADD was running wild. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Um, and I was trying to really concentrate. And this guy was talking and then he goes and wins the bag. Where's the justice? <laughs> Where is the justice? Um, but no, I mean, my nana had it. But I tell you, let me tell you something about Nana Maureen. She's becoming a little bit of a, not a tattletale, a little bit of a porky pie teller. All right. right? Let me tell you for why. <laughs> so first round, I go there, I go, I'll get the first round in. Went to the bar, brandy lemonade, rosé lemonade, bottle of Budweiser. The beer choices, by the way, were dire. Yeah. I said to my dad, I said, what beer do they have on? Is it like Carlin? Solid. Two Two things are calling, nothing else. Anyway, so I was at Paul, but come back to the table. There you go. Next round, mum gives me a tenner. I mean, the round was 12, but I wasn't going to complain. <laughs> right, okay. Went and got another round. Nana Maureen gives me 20. Go and get another round. Yeah, no worries. Went and got another round. Gave her the change. Gave her £10 change. Again, I was down another two. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was eating alive. And then it gets to a point where I won. I won 60 quid on one of the Lynx games, right? So I went, tell you what. I'll treat us to another round. Yeah. Went up, had another round. So I had like four bottles and didn't, you know, didn't even make a dent in the dig, in the big dog. And then my mum my was on her way, four rosés, and my nana was massively on her way with four brandy and lemonades. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Doubles. No, I went singles. Right. Uh, okay. I went singles because I didn't win the grand. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so, anyway, dad picked us up. We get in the car and dad goes, oh, you, you, you're a bit, a bit away with it to my mum and my mum was just like yeah well we drank more than we normally do Adam was getting another one in I was going no worries <laughs> you know hey big spender 
And then uh, my dad was like, how many drinks do you have then? And then my mum went, how many was it, Adam? And I went, well, I went up first, then you, then Nana, then I went again. So you've had four. Not too bad. Nana. No, I bloody haven't. I went, mm, you have? And she went, I bloody haven't. And I went, well, how many do you think you had? She went, two. I went, you didn't have two. Well, you didn't have two. And Technically, I'm... two doubles. No, but she didn't have two doubles. Well, yeah, two... I did say that. I went yeah. I went the technically route. I said t- two doubles. And then she started going, blood is thicker than water. I was going, what? And then... She she won a fiver. The, this was this was another classic. Sorry to just give you a, this We're whole a minute by doing. minute breakdown. Yeah. Was there was a game and the guy kept going for one hundred thousand pounds for one hundred thousand pounds and I was going it's one hundred thousand pounds. <laughs> so we all put our pounds in the links and Nana's there and she, and he goes five and four fifty four and she puts a counter on it and presses claim. My heart dropped thinking. Have I just witnessed Nana Maureen <laughs> winning a hundred grand? And then it was just like, well done, the winner has 20 pounds, but there's four winners, so you're getting five pounds each, right? <laughs> so I went, five pounds, five pounds each? Guy walks around, gives Nana Maureen the five around, and she, and she piles five one pound coins next to the link machine. The link machine, you pay a pound. Yeah. She goes to the toilet, and Nana says to me, you sit in my seat and play my link machine. Right. I said, right, okay. So sat in a seat, put a pound in, played her links, come back. And she goes, who took all my pounds? <laughs> and I went, your pounds are there. I had more than that. I went, no, you had five. And then I played one of your links. She went, no, I had more than five. <laughs> and arguing. And then this is the funniest bit. <laughs> Last bingo tale, I swear. Um, she was she was telling the women behind, they've stole my pounds, right? <laughs> to these two women, you know, they yeah, know each yeah. other. They've stole my pounds, and we were, me and mum were going, we haven't, we haven't. Anyway, as the day's going, I get my 60 quid delivered. Right? Yeah. So I open it, 50 cash, 10 pound, one pound coins. So I pull the one pound coins out. I said, right, fill your boots, ladies. It's on me. <laughs> and uh, and then the, the, one, the woman from the other table was like, uh, he should be giving you 20 pounds each. And I was thinking, you know what, Doris? <laughs> on a different day, you'd be feeling the wrath. But then uh, she went, is he a bit tight? Oh, and, oh, and you'd hate that as well. I would hate because I am, I am the opposite. Nana went, well. Nana went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nana went, yeah. I went, no, I'm not. No, I'm not tight. <laughs> she had you hook, line and sinker. No, I'm not tight, you gambling pisser. <laughs> but no. Uh, it was it was a good night. It was a good laugh. Uh, I think Nana enjoyed it. Obviously, I put a few things up on the socials. Yeah. Because um, she was she was loving it. She was just enjoying being out. Um, but yeah, not not too bad as as one Nana Maureen. As would Nana Maureen say. would say, yeah. Uh, what what about yourself? So yeah, it's uh, been a busy week to be fair. So like I say, I've been back on the road, Portsmouth today. I was in Cardiff on Friday. Um, which was really good again. And I think I managed to get most of the staff to buy tickets for the Cardiff say, show. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, yeah, massive thank you for having me again. And might as well say, if you've not got your tickets yet, get your tickets. Because there's no excuse. The the tour at the minute, there are, I think, about 15,000 tickets that we've, we, we are available 
for us to sell on all the dates, all the tours. All the dates added together. Yeah. All the dates. No, yeah, there's not a show where we're doing... Imagine that, though. That would be... That's a stadium tour, isn't it? So split up, we're sort of technically doing a stadium tour if you add them all together. <laughs> I don't know. Stadium. Yeah. Um, so obviously there are... I'm just trying to get it up now. Like how many people have listened over the past week to the podcast Right, last seven days, 20,000 people have listened to the podcast. So why we've not yet sold out, I cannot work it out. If you're listening to this podcast and you've not yet got your tickets, look yourself in the mirror and ask why. It's payday though, payday weekend. Well, yeah, so fingers I'm crossed. Thinking, I'm thinking this week there could be a boom in sales. Fingers crossed, um, yeah. Because you might be going, oh, well, there's not a show near me. Well, make a weekend of it. Yeah. Treat yourself. Get you deserve you it. Yeah, you I'll d- tell you that. More than deserve it. And you can, you know, do a bit of shopping in the day, go for something nice to eat, join us for a good uh, giggle. Bottomless brunch. Bottomless brunch. Most places do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottomless brunch. Get leathered. Yeah. Come and see us. Don't remember it. Then buy more tickets because you can't remember it. And boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bob's your uncle. There we go. Um, but yeah, weird, weird expert. I've got a couple of rants coming up as well, guys, as well. So, uh, you know. Yes. Yeah, strap yourselves in. <laughs> but first of all, right, first thing. And this didn't happen in the last week. It happened a couple of weeks ago, but I remembered it. Right. Going to the tip as an adult. Right. You know, we talk about things that are different. Mm -hmm. Going to the tip as an adult is a completely different experience to when you were a kid. Yeah. I used to love Mm. going to the tip. Like, if dad was like, you'd love it. Yeah. Because you never really saw what was behind the curtains. It was always a little bit left to your imagination. And you could launch. Oh, you could throw stuff. But as an adult, it's it's, it's horrible. That's a couple of reasons, right? Number one, I have never seen someone who works at the tip who smiles. They are the most grumpiest people I've yeah, ever come across you, in my you, life. You know, you're not even doing anything wrong. You're dropping it in the right one, but they just look at you like you're scum. But it's like that famous saying: "Enjoy your job; you'll never work a day of your life." They work well, every day. I don't think I don't think a lot of them enjoy the job, and I'm sorry if you're someone who works at a tip and you do, but the ones near us they're not going to be listening to this, but they clearly do not enjoy it because they just they just have a face on all the time, and you go, hang on a second, mate, I'm recycling here, I'm doing something good for the environment, and you're looking at me like I'm scum off your shoe that needs yeah. to go in the non-recyclables. Yeah, yeah. So that's one. They just they intimidate me a little bit. They scare me a little bit, even if you ask them. I'm almost scared to go and ask him like, which one should I put this in? Because yeah. they almost look at you like, are you being serious? Get it in there. Yeah, get yourself in there as well. Yeah. So Not that's bad. one. And then I had this weird experience. So this is why I just don't think you should speak to strangers that you don't know because... Uh, so non-recyclables, there's a car that is this, pulls Are up. we still at the tip here? We're still at the tip. Right, non-recyclables. so it's not a good day at the tip. So I'm going, I'm dropping low because it was all like post-Christmas stuff and we've obviously had Lily's um, bedroom, built her a new bed, so I had to take the old bed. Anyway, long story short, there's a family, that, so there's a mum, dad and like a toddler, probably similar to Max's age mm. and the dad's got the toddler sort of leaning over to have a look in. Looking at the tip, right? yeah. So I go past and I drop the bin bags off and I joke, I went, oh, I'll tell you what, if I knew I could bring my kids here, I'd have dropped them off as well, right? Fairly. Yeah, dad joke. Dad joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure, yeah, yeah, innocent yeah. dad joke. My God. The guy turned around, he was like, I'm not dropping them off. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm just like joking. He goes, 
no, he's just he's just really into diggers and he wants to see the digger. I was like, oh well, that, that, yeah, yeah, like, oh my god. You know when you just got sort of oh, wish you weren't bothered. Do you know what? I absolutely love stuff like that. You know when you, I mean, ninety nine percent. If there was another ninety nine people who were there with a kid doing that, they'd have turned around and go, yeah, yeah, mate. Tell me about it. Tell me about it, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, like a sleep I've had for the last three years. Yeah, yeah, but you know. I had to pick the one guy. <laughs> Who's like? I think you've got it mistaken, sir. Uh, I'm not. I'm not dropping him off. No, I'm not dropping. You know, I'm not leaving him. Well, well, no, mate. Clearly, you're not, because otherwise, you know, we'd be on the phone to the police, or uh, at the very least, the social workers. Like, he, <laughs> like he actually so thought I was gonna. Yeah, oh, my word. I, honestly, though, that's one of my favourite. The whole the whole drive home, I was like, did that just actually happen? Am I? You know, but it does put you off sparking up conversations with people because yeah. you're just a bit like yeah you, you, that, but that I'd, I'd like to think that that's a rarity like you know like I'd spoke last week about the fact that I went to Alton Towers I got to speaking to the odd guy there and and they were you know luckily I didn't have that experience even though one was a little bit seedy yeah one was a little bit weird um but you know weird in a in a way yeah. not like weird in a hey. not in a make make me feel yeah. like I'm yeah not in it. Hey. Like, like I'm a weirdo. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. No, mate. It's a joke, pal. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. I just disliked him because he clearly could have got on the flu. Not only that, once I'd finished, I looked round and all the workers are just giving me dirties. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So did that, you just that... say? Did you just say you're leaving your kid there, pal? <laughs> Can't be putting the kids in there. Put him in number one. Uh, so right. So yeah, that 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 was my experience at the tip the other day. Um, Another bad tip, right? Story. That's R- just the tip of the iceberg. I also learned this week uh, that when it comes to doing training in a school, I really need to check whether the head teacher or executive head doesn't work for Ofsted. <laughs> I had quite, um, what's the word? Well, nothing affected me. I did a Zoom session with a like, federation of schools. And, federation of schools? Yeah, so like a, call a, that a an academy, so a group of schools. No, no, but I thought they called it like a cluster. They're not a federation. Well, a cl- cluster federation. Anyway, sounds whatever. Funny. It's all this language that sounds makes like everyone... Starship Troopers, doesn't it? Yeah. Will it's... you join the federation? <laughs> but that's what it's like. So obviously, I do my usual... Um... Hi, guys! No, no. So I... Uh, <laughs> the, the, the book to session on working smart and not harder, I do that on, you know, which is a case of... Here's here are some things that add to teachers' workload, and here are some solutions. Now I'm quite blunt, as I always am on the, t- the podcast. Call it what for what it is. Yeah. If it's a waste of time, I'm going to call it a waste of time. But you know, I might have gone off and had a little bit of dig at Ofsted in the same way I have done on the podcast. Um, and yeah, so after the training, quite a few of the staff like messaged me on Instagram. Oh, I really enjoyed it, but. You know, five minutes after we got this email off the executive head to say ignore everything he said. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, and, and the thing is, it's like, right, okay, fair enough. If you're not going to take on the ideas, <laughs> that's fine, but don't make it out like the ideas don't work. The ideas work. You're just choosing not to do them. And it, and it was, and it was, it was clear. It was one of them where, you know, these academies. I think I need to do a research project into whether workload is worse at academies where you've you've got top-heavy management. Because for me, when I first started teaching, you had a school that had a head, a deputy, and then there was a couple of TLRs, right? Right. Now, you have assistant heads, 
you have middle managers, you obviously have deputies, you have a head teacher, you've then got like an executive principal or executive head teacher, or you've got CEOs, this, that, and the other. Surely you have a federation leader as well. Well, you probably have a federation leader. And it made me think, is that why workload is so bad in those sort of schools? Because there's that many managers who have to look like they're, you know, having an impact and justifying their own management roles that it then has a knock-on effect to the teachers. You know, because yeah, alert- they like basically have to make themselves busy yeah, by yeah, getting yeah. stuff from people who are already too busy. Yeah, so there's another message I got on Instagram from um, a teacher, a different, different, well, another academy. And they were like, we've got two members of staff left in the whole school, right? COVID, everyone's isolating. Mm. Two members of staff and the academy bosses are coming in to do a, a learning walk. And a and a scrutiny or whatever, <laughs> and you go in. No, no, they shouldn't be coming in to do a book scrutiny or learning. They should be coming in to cover to the classes yeah, yeah, and yeah. teach. So anyway, that's what I've learned. But yeah, right. Rant wise, do you want? <laughs> I love that though. There's a couple of things I have to just pick out there. Yeah. The the, the learning walk is just hilarious. Oh, uh, I'm going to fail you for that. Uh, there was a, there was about 300 kids unattended, <laughs> yeah. um, and then the second one was just. Listening to you, because I've listened, listened, I've sat through probably more rants than many uh, on on the from you, and just the thought of that assistant head or that executive head or whoever they were, they were sat there whilst you're just going, and he got Austin doing this, <laughs> and they just sat there, just like, oh my god, we're actually paying this guy for this, no, and no, then no. and then as soon as as soon like, oh thank you, Mister P, uh, take care, cheers. As soon as like it's like. Like Zoom, <laughs> meeting has ended. Straight on, right? <laughs> That's exactly what it was like, and it was, and it was, uh, you know. And look, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that everything I share is definitely going to work at every school, but it, it, most of it does. And it's not, it, it, it a lot of it's not about the technology. It's just asking the question why. And it, and it, you know, I go on about book scrutinies and I'm like, book scrutinies shouldn't happen because you shouldn't just be looking at books. You should be taking a wide range of evidence. And how can you teach a broad and balanced curriculum if you only evidence learning in books? How do you evidence the spoken language part of English? Whereas with this technology, Seesaw and the rest of it, you can do. But anyway, that was, that was yeah. I just felt sorry for the staff because they're all like, thought it was brilliant. The training was great. I, just, I couldn't wait to get started with it. But you should have heard what they called you. <laughs> I saw the email. Someone sent me the Did email. You? Yeah, really? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like and it, that. And it annoyed me. Uh, well, that you know, it's all anonymous. Do, well, what, just said, what was the email? It was give like us, four give... pages long. You're joking. No, and it was well, just... Well, of course it was. It More was like, reading. It basically, they first tried to make it out like I didn't deliver what they asked. We asked Mr. P to come and deliver a session on computing. You didn't. You asked for working smarter, not harder, for one. Secondly, it was things like, oh, um, accountability is part of the job. This has to happen. Never said it didn't. You know, I don't say teachers shouldn't be accountable. What I'm saying is when there is such an obsession with accountability, it creates so much unnecessary workload for teachers. It was just things like, you know, again, people don't like being told that what you're doing isn't right. Mm. But actually, if you take a step back and look at it and speak to your staff, you realise that what I'm saying is just what they're too scared to say themselves. <laughs> I always think about that roast. You should have said right at the end of it. If you didn't want controversy, Federation should have invited the king. Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> Ofsted, roasted. Yeah. Roast, roasted you. Yeah. 
You're a bunch of Kenny Rogers roasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a barista in here? Because this roast just got dark. Yeah. Uh, lo- I should, I should Shouldn't have been mad at the king. <laughs> I love that. Um, um, right, so rants-wise, do you before, want... Before you get on to your rants, something right. that's just sparked that. I, if I don't say it now, <laughs> right, go on. I just have to say it's, it's just too funny, right? So, other night, yeah, I think Friday night, somewhere. Anyway, I met a couple of my mates for a drink, right? Yeah. Just really played badminton, uh, went out just for a couple of pints, nothing yeah. major. So, just before we're leaving... Uh, we're in this, uh, we're in this bar in Ernston, right? And the guy that who owns the bar is this older guy, wears a hat, like basically, he he, he likes you know, he likes the BS. He, he talks and and the stuff he says is a majority of it's made up, but he's a good lad. He's a fan. Yeah. Comes over, yeah, right, lads, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. Anyway. One of the boys goes, right, last drink, let's do a JMO's, obviously. Mm, so we went, we went, yeah, all right. So anyway, JMO's comes, and they only had enough for one shot of JMO's. There's four of us. And the guy goes, how about this? And he went, how about this? And it was this horrible, it looked really yeah. cheap, horrible whiskey. And one of my mates went, oh, no, I've had that. It's horrible. And he went, oh, what kind of whiskeys are you into? And then I was just like, to be fair, mate, I really only drink JMO's. And then uh, Slev went, have you tried JMO's Orange? Now, I've said about JMO's Orange on this pod before. It's really nice. And yeah. you, I actually think you wouldn't mind it because I, it, it the orange is so overpowering that it yeah. takes the, the harshness of the JMO's away. But it is really nice. Guy goes to this, this bar owner, like, uh, Slev goes, have you heard of JMO's Orange? He goes, no, I've not. J- Jameson's have released an orange. And yeah, yeah, orange, orange whiskey, mate, it's class. And he went, oh, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Right? And we didn't think any more of it. 10 minutes later, the guy in the hat returns covered in sweat, right? <laughs> with a bottle of JMO's orange. And he goes, look. He goes, he goes, he goes <laughs> is he serious? He goes, <laughs> he goes, look, I knew I had something tucked away in the back, right? And we went, ah, oh. so I said, oh, did you order that a couple of weeks ago then? He went, yeah, yeah. He went, ordered it a while back. And he was literally going, four shots? And then we were, obviously, we were like, yeah, yeah, go on then, four uh, actually. shots. Actually. We're like, four shots. So, so then this, this bar, uh, bartender comes over with the four glasses and my other mate goes, excuse me, how long, <laughs> how long have you had that, that drink? He goes, he just ran to say to me to come back with it. <laughs> the fact that he actually told us to our face. It was like, I all I kept thinking was a kid at school. You know, just like, point yeah, yeah. blank lying. Yeah. Like, I got, I got one today. I did the old classic. You know, like, you know, a, a kid did something wrong. Loads of children told me. But the kid was like, I think he thought to himself, no way he can prove it. He didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. So I saw, an, for the I saw another teacher on the playground and I went, what do you think the children told me? Oh, no, 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 my friend. I said, uh, miss told me over there. I said, so should, do you want to walk over to miss and call her a liar? Because you're telling me that she's lying. And instantly he just went, no, did it as a joke? And I went, well, you just told me you didn't do it. <laughs> Which one is it, son? And then I just, you know, when they turn, I know it's sad, it's sad because at the end of the day, the children, it was not a major issue. I just don't like, I like, I just much be prefer honest. it if a kid goes, yeah, I did it, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, right, respect. When they try and lie, but then they, they continue the lie, I think that's a slippery slope. So 
as soon as yeah, it's, as soon yeah, as the ad- it's almost like there's someone in power who uh, <laughs> you know as soon as they admit it and and you've got it out they turn around. it's the only it's the closest to line of duty I'm ever gonna get <laughs> listen fella the kids the kids didn't tell me <laughs> miss told me fella <laughs> mother of God um, maybe Sorry. that's what we need to do with Boris maybe that's what Keir Starmer needs to do. Next time, just use the old teacher tactics. Yeah, you should do. So, Did you party a little bit? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> Boris, were you at the party? No, no, I was not at the party. Did you party a yeah. little bit? Did you go for a little bit? <laughs> Knowing yeah. him, well, he'd fall for it as well. <laughs> yeah. you, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it, Got you. What, you think it was Michael Gove that told us you were at the party? <laughs> no, no, no. It was her. Oh, uh <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I went and and you know, uh, I had one, maybe maybe ten, ten quiet ones. Jameson's orange. <laughs> yeah. I uh, ran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So, rant wise, do you want ah. a school related one or a non school related one to kick us off? Anything I can guess at. Anything I can. I don't guess think you at. will guess. I'm, it. I'm in the mood for a guess. Um, <laughs> give me okay. some clues. My kids were at a so, party on Saturday. Yeah, and it's about that. So the party was at ice skating party, but that's not it. Doesn't really. So just a party. Okay. All right. Uh, no. Right. Party bags. Oh, I wouldn't have gone there. Party bags, man. Are, are right. you talking about the annoying things that get put yes. in there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With just, you. I'm you've with invited you. our children to the party, right? Which is great. You, Love it. You must have purchased a gift. Exactly. I've gone out of my way was, to give a gift. Just, you then repay me. <laughs> By putting, there's always something in a party bag that is just an instant migraine. Yeah. Whether it's like, I, I don't know. What the, yeah. Yeah. The kit, four of them. Had, so my three and the mate came out with these horns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All the way home. Oh, that's so annoying. I wanted. Oh, just going back God. to the party. Uh, you know, if you so me, I'm, I'm imagining myself in the triplets class. I invite the triplets to my party. Now, am I getting three <laughs> gifts, or are you getting a more expensive gift, but combined? What do you do? It's, it's a good question. A, a, well, it's the, at this age, it's like money in it. They just you just so thirty money. dabs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, thirty uh, dabs to go to. So. See, I'd be inviting. Claire sorts all that. I'd out. be inviting the triplets for thirty dabs every day of the week. Yeah. Thirty dabs as a year six is massive dough. Yeah, but then that's bingo. But then dough. you know when it's their party, You're the people gonna... the people get three presents or just one. Well, that's true. We've had yeah. a mix a mix of both. That's true because you're not going to give <laughs> if you if you come to the triplets' birthday. You can't just get Lily a present. You, no, you, you got to get all three. Yeah. I mean, but then, say that's an expensive doing it. I know. Triplets I know. party, you got to put 10 dabs in each card. Hit, yeah. Hitting up Mecca. Hitting up <laughs> Mecca halls. <laughs> but the point I'm making is party bags. Nothing in a party bag is environmentally friendly for one. Right? Okay, yeah. So that's that's my big issue. You think they all end up at the tip? Were you at the tip as well? <laughs> oh, was it, was it, was it was a worker at the tip? Why? <laughs> Bouncy balls I could live with. Bouncy balls I could live with. But those freaking annoying horns. I've just got this. I've got this vision in my head now of you going, "Hey, we wish I'd have knew my kids could come in and drop them off." And that guy just turned around. <laughs> He's being unkind about my child. <laughs> Right, so that's my first one. Yeah, and no. Then... Do you know what? 
I agree with you. They there's also, there's, be those a, sticky, there's gotta be there's those sticky like men. Oh, like you like, stick on you stick yeah, on walls. Yeah. Which, to be fair, you have to throw in there were mint when you were a kid. Yeah, but they're not when you repaint the wall. Then there's those. This is what happened. Isla got one. Yeah, and I had spent the weekend repainting the wall with Dad. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Who painted the wall? No, I painted it with Dad. Yeah, and literally. Isla came downstairs, went to a party bag, got that little green slimy man out, launched it on the wall, and the mark's still there. Yeah. Um, get Dad to I mean, it. I mean, the <laughs> cake. Give the cake all day. Oh, yeah. Bit of cake. Bouncy balls I can live with. Then you've got those weird, like, airplanes, those foam airplanes. See, I'm not, I'm, I don't mind the foam. The, the, they don't the, work. They break. They don't yeah, they, they do. They do. You make it, you throw it, and it just. No, like Denzel dives. Washington in Fly It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, what else do you get in, in, the, in uh, there? Sometimes you get like a little plastic yo-yo. Uh, I feel yeah. like some parents must just buy loads of cheap crackers in January. Open them all up. Because <laughs> yeah. I went to a party the other day, got a bottle opener. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny little deck of cards. Yeah. Like, a little screw. Party, little yeah, screw. But yeah, I just... It, it, fair enough. But I can live with party bags. Just do not. Any parents listening to this... Unless, of course, you don't like the parents of the kids yeah, they're hanging around shout. with. I mean, if you want to, like, drive them mental, you know, if you want to make them lose it, put those... Because kids buzz off it. They should have different party bags, then open up the gifts that you receive, and then go, okay, yeah, £10 from James. <laughs> James, there you go. Thank you to no James' music. parents. No kazoo for you. Open a card. <laughs> Zilch in it. <laughs> There's a horn. There's a whistle. <laughs> Uh, yeah. recorder yeah so, I'll tell you what I like though they're, they're becoming popular parties aren't they like those cones like plastic of, cones of sweets, of sweets. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. simple I mean yes yeah. the kids will go crazy oh yeah but obviously there's Still plenty to go numbers. around there's yeah, plenty yeah. to go around so yeah that I, I, I won't go on to my other rant I'll save that for next sure? week yeah no because to be fair it's probably more suited to next week can work that one out. Oh, Valentine's. No, no, it's not about that. Oh. No, right, we're going to take a I've quick got break. rants about Valentine's. <laughs> the rants about that, my thing about Valentine's is here's, right. The, Are you actually ranting about Valentine's No, no, all now? I'm going to say is start noticing how many couples start being all gushy-gushy on Facebook now. That's how you genuinely see which relationships are the strongest? I don't think I've ever done a Valentine's Day post for Kim. I don't think I have. Why do you need to? I'll tell you what else. I think we've had this as well. Is I think when you're courting, when you're dating, at the start, Valentine's Day is massive. But when you get married and you have an anniversary, that trumps Valentine's for me. Valentine's is a card. I've never, I've never been a fan no, but of Valentine's, Valentine's is a card at best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not massive on it, me. Not no. massive on Valentine's. No, not no. But yeah, that's what I like to. Well, Maybe it's because I never got any cards. <laughs> Remember Valentine's cards? Did oh. you? Did you ever get any? No. Yeah. Come on. No. Listen, people listening to this, I know it's all jokey, jokey. Oh, he's funny. He gets his dad no, to help him with loads of household jobs. Get any, did you? Mate, trust me, <laughs> I got a couple. But I, look, mum wrote him. No, no, no. <laughs> Mum and Nana Maureen wrote him. No. That's no. why inside the card it went, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. You bloody liar. I only had two bloody drinks <laughs> from question mark. <laughs> um, right. So quick break and then we'll be back with some features. 
From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. An Idiot's Guide to Saving the World is back. Because somehow we didn't manage to save it in season one. This award-winning podcast... Bronze Award. ...is on a mission to get everyone on board to achieve the UN's global goals, one episode at a time. Incredible guests with brilliant minds help us all feel less like idiots to help us realize how we can help save the world. Or just make it a lot less terrifying. An Idiot's Guide to Saving the World. Available on your favorite podcast platform. Um, right, welcome back. Uh, just <laughs> no, Adam's just been saying that. I could tell you're really tired because you're just not laughing at my jokes. No, I, didn't I was st- ranting, mate. Stop it, stop it. You know, he would laugh at my jokes, Dad. He always laughs, laughs at him when he's helping me with the house jobs. No, when when Adam says Dad helps me, that what you're picturing, where Adam's reclining on a sofa. And dad's the one doing all no. the painting is exactly how it goes. No, go on. I, no. I will appreciate your joke here. What it was joke? a good joke. I was just in the zone of rant. No, so I, people would have heard it. Right. Because I did say it. You, okay. I just, it was only this one that I was a bit like, oh, I, you didn't react. Right. Okay. It was when you were, you were ranting about the tip. And then I said, oh, another bad tip story. <laughs> that really must have been the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> and you just went, yeah, and then there was one other thing. And I was just like, uh, hello, Lee. Liam here. Um, anyway, talking about jokes. All right, okay. Uh, yes, the other Mr. P is back with some jokes, and we can actually play a jingle. Joke, 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 Legal, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I really hope that no one switches the pod off due to lack of jingles. But we are in the middle of... I actually... I, I didn't tell you this. It's a bit of a surprise. I actually wrote a jingle today. I oh, did you? Uh, yeah, but then it's hard to write, isn't it? Because you constantly have <laughs> the famous songs in yeah, your head. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking of one for the O. And I thought of these lyrics and I was just... And it got to the chorus and it was just like... Oh no! Look at who they're in the and I was like, oh no, I can't do that. Um, right, so yeah, get your get your jingles in. We've had a couple, and we're really we're basically making a bank of them, aren't we? And then we're gonna do, yeah. we're gonna trim them to the best ones. So uh, my jokes this week, I've got a cu- just a couple for you, and then I finish with a, a joke based on a lot of the chat last week. You know, the chat about our brother's girlfriend going vegan oh, and all right, that okay. kind of stuff. So is it coming with a warning, don't get offended if you're vegan? Mm, yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's offensive to vegans. No, I oh, wouldn't right, do okay. that. Um, what do you call <laughs> it when you mix alcohol and American literature? Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. We've started. Uh, another one of the same theme. Why did the Mexican... Take anti-anxiety medication. I know this one. Uh, oh, 
I saw this the other day. For Hispanic attacks. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> great, that, isn't it? Ladies, if he can't appreciate your fruit jokes, you need to let that man go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No one saw that coming. Uh, welcome to the Sexual Innuendo Club. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then this one, this is the one I was talking about. What do tofu and a dildo have in common? <laughs> they are both meat substitutes. <laughs> Come on. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way anyone who's listening to this now didn't just chuckle. Because I read that today and I was going, <laughs> meat substitutes. <laughs> Right, okay. You may remember last um, week we were talking about teaching X. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was So, discussion point of the episode. Yeah, uh, obviously that came from uh, my ick, wasn't it? Yeah, too many tabs. Where I said about a teacher that I with having too many tabs open. Uh, I actually told her about it and her reply to me was literally, oh my God, yeah, I do. Yeah. Right, and I was just going there, but you have tabs within tabs. Yeah, you have tabs cubed. It's it's insane <laughs> how many tabs you have. Like I just said, like one day your laptop's just gonna combust. Yeah, explode. Um, explode. Yeah. Yeah. But now, yeah, I put I, I put this out there. Did a couple of posts. I shared the clip from the episode. Then I put another one teaching it. So it's a bit of a mix. I think some people have interpreted it as like it's about other teachers, and then. Some people have just interpreted it as general stuff, stuff kids do. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. So this first one's about other teachers. So those who do everything perfectly without taking a break ever in the entire day. What are you up with that? Are you a robot? Do you digest much faster than regular humans? Do you not like pausing to enjoy each mouthful? Do you not need silence during the day? Time to reflect. Hear your thoughts. <laughs> Someone's been having a bad day. I was going to say, someone has definitely been told they require improvement. Yeah. And their parallel teacher <laughs> has got really outstanding. <laughs> 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 you robot. They didn't want to swear or get too aggy, did they? Yeah. You bird brain. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Right, what about this one? I had a student who always referred to himself in the third person and it grated on my nerves terribly. Mr. Cripps wants you to just say I. <laughs> um, I don't mind. Well, I don't, I don't, it doesn't really annoy me that. You refer yourself in the third person all the time. Do I? Yeah. You call yourself the big dog. Oh, yeah, the big dog. Yeah. Big dog agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there's another one, people who talk in the third person. Who, who am I speaking to here? The big dog wants you to help with his painting. Dad. Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, holding meetings in the reception or year one classroom. Who can fit on those chairs other than five-year-olds? Yeah, no, completely agree. That is annoying, isn't it? Completely agree. I yeah. mean, I don't think people understand. And this goes for anyone, doesn't matter what your height is, as an adult... Those chairs are murder for your back, for your knees, for knees, everything. My knees especially. I can't do it. I can't do it. But then someone said, someone put in, I wonder if I can find it now. Do you ever... Um, 
people who come into your classroom and sit on the table. Like that's, that's a nick. nick. Yeah. See, now I'm, I'm a table. So I am I, so I, a tables table man. Sitter, yeah. Tables and nice. I've ever come in. <laughs> it's really bad, right? Can't believe I'm going to admit this, right? Have you ever done that where you've sat on a table, but you might be wearing your PE kit and you've done PE and you're oh, a little bit, the, the and then you leave a leave a line, <laughs> leave yeah, yeah. a line been, of bum sweat yeah, on the yeah, table. Yeah. Oh, that's but, a uh, anyway. Thanks, thanks, Miss. Sorry about the ass sweat. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? Uh, what was the one before? Oh, yeah, the chair. Do you, do you know, I remember me telling you about that time really early on when I, when they were saying, I'll go and work with that group in like reception or year one. Yeah. And obviously trying to be a keen, making impression. Yeah, sure, yeah. And I sat down on the chair and obviously the chair was a tiny one with that little gap. And clearly my ass had seeped through the gap. So as I stood up, the chair was just attached to my ass. <laughs> and I had to I had to I had to like straighten up and the chair popped off. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> um I did I ever tell I must have told that story about where I went to a school and I sat on a chair and it in front of the whole staff as I'm doing the training. At the break, I sat down on a chair and it just completely crumbled. Oh my god! Have I not no. told you that story? No, I must have. So. Right, so it was the morning where I'd had a car crash as well. So someone I had, can't remember that. At all. It was years. It was well before um, we started the podcast. But I thought I might. So I'm on the way to the school from the hotel. This guy hits into me. Right. Proper scrote as well. Yeah, yeah. So he gave me loads of crap, even though it was his fault. And I had to drive to this school, so I was late. So obviously I had to sort that. So obviously you're all, it's, you know, it wasn't yeah, hurt or anything, yeah, yeah, but yeah. adrenaline wise. I'm, yeah, so yeah. get to this school and I'm really sorry I'm late. I'm really sorry. Anyway, start the training and I'm just going through it. And then it gets to break time and I just sat on this chair and it just crumbled oh, and I just fell that. backwards in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the day, this is, at the end of the day, the head teacher, like I was, it was like I was a child at the school. And we want to thank you, Lee, because... You've had such a tough morning. You came after having a car crash. You've then delivered the training. You fell out, you fell on your chair, you know, your chair crumbled in front of everyone. But we're so proud of you. You know, like proper head teacher. So here's what a, a day. I was I was hoping for a sticker is basically what I'm saying. Do you know what I would have loved to have happened there? If you wouldn't mind, could you just take the remnants of the chair to the tip? <laughs> And then when you got to the tip, the guy who crashed into you is working there. <laughs> um, I think this is someone from your school, Adam. Walking through a corridor of Lynx Africa to my tutor room every morning. <laughs> to be, uh, do you know what? I have to admit, I th- this is the thing. And, and, and people who come, have come to the shows and stayed for the signings after it, I am, I'm always smelling good. Like I shower a lot. <laughs> I smell good. My breath's always good. I'm just I'm I'm a relatively fresh guy for my weight, and uh, I do have deodorant in my bag. So because there's nothing worse than you know I've been at tournaments and you know when you go over to other coaches, managers, and whatever, and you're just like, oh, good game, sir. Well done, school. And and then they're just like, yeah, cheers. And you can just smell them. And I'm like, ooh, 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 no, no, no. And I always think like the kids, you know, I want to set the right example for the children. I'm not just saying this in yeah. my school. So if I'm smelling fresh and the kids always say, oh, you smell nice. And I'm always like, cheers. Make sure you do in the future. <laughs> it goes a long way, mate. Um, 
I think someone's taken a stab at me here. The word guys makes me shudder. Ooh. Lol. Well, funny you should say that. Actually, I've cause... actually reined that in a little bit. I, yeah. don't, I don't start my videos now with, hi guys, Mr. P here. I just go into it. Yeah. Yeah, I've so, not really noticed. Not, not really, because of that person. Not been watching him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's funny because it's like, it's a good, it would be a good post to put out, like pet names that you can't stand, like... Uh, someone, it was weird, we had this conversation in the staff room relatively recently and uh, someone was saying that they cannot stand being called chick. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. chick. Love. And do you have darling. Pet, do you have pet names? For, see, I use darling. I do use To the darling. kids? Not really to the kids. To no. Isla, to my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wouldn't say never, but I don't, I try not to. Really I because, try not to, But no. But like, and I never use it to staff, but... It, what was the other one? Uh, there was a few others, but do you, do you use pet names with Kim? Uh, no, because with... I'm not married to her. Because <laughs> it'd be weird if you did. Anyway, back to the combo. Do you use pet names with Claire? Um, no, not really. But it's weird, isn't it? I don't <laughs> yeah. know whether that's just never really been us. It's like, um... But then when I see like mates who, you know, are like, hey, lads, 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 and then they just suddenly just like, hey, hon. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. hon. Hon. So, uh, saying that, when when we first got together, Claire put her name in my phone as Claire Bear. Yeah, yeah. So it's still Claire Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, well, which... I, I did the same. Remember what did I call Kim? Kimmy Cake. Kimmy Cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, one of my mates does the same, but he's like really OTT with it. Oh yeah, Holly, you know? <laughs> Holly Bear. Yeah, Holly Bear. Does yeah. Holly Bear want to cuddle? Yeah. That's oh, what he says. Who wants some honey, Holly Bear? <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, that's just cringy, that. No, I'm not really into pet names. No, I, I don't. I just don't. I mean, I think when done right, it can be... I mean, is there any co- pet names for guys? Like, the women use pet names for guys? Yeah, sweetie. I think hun can be used for a guy, can't it? Right. Hun. Hun. I swear, because I've got I've got some friends who use pet names, and I'm just trying to think what they see. My they just call me names like insults. You, well, this is the thing. Like, like it's rare. Kim, you know, my wife's not going to be like not not my wife. I'm talking like the other staff at school. Oh yeah, they'll just call me like knob. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they say in front of the kids. (laughs) Um, <laughs> oh, here's a knob that leaves his ass sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like when I'm talking about like Kim at home. It's it, my it, colleagues, the guys at the tip. Yeah, it, 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 it won't be like, can you straighten the bath mat, hun? It'd be like, straighten the bath mat, you fool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what kind of pet names do you have? Honey, sweetie, yours? Fool. Toss pot. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. Right. Uh. I have got... Like, have There's to so many out. more of them. We'll have to come back yeah, to well, them. But, that, yeah. could be, that could be another great feature. Yeah. Um, which you could get your jingles in for. Uh, <laughs> Just send them over. Uh, but then my mind goes to Ick would have been a great one, wouldn't it? What What were you thinking? Ick in the middle with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, right here we go. What so we got, got? I've got to finish this episode... I've got some cracking, cracking, like, O's. Bit of cringe thrown in there, but but mainly O's. Um, so, when I was about eight, I asked how much it was for a 10p mix in the sweet shop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen to this one. Having a wee behind a coach, it drove away. (laughs) People on the back seat were waving. I was mortified. Thank you, Tracy. (laughs) I was going to say male or female. That's brilliant. In the middle of B&Q with my friend's son, looking round to see him pulling his trousers up, shouting, this toilet won't flush, Auntie Karen. (laughs) Just absolutely dropped. (laughs) Dropped some nuggets in an absolute display toilet. Forgetting I still had the roof box attached to my car and getting it completely wedged stuck at the entrance to a sound uh, a town centre multi-storey car park on a really busy Saturday afternoon. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know the only thing worse than that if she'd have got stuck at the tip? It's <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's just a great one. I proper elbowed the large drunk guy on the dance floor after he bumped into me numerous times. He turned around and I realised it was Sean Ryder. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a good one. Like, what's the most awkward experience? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then my last one. This is, this, this is, it's an O. It's a massive O, but it is cringe. And I think people listening... Be warned, you may cringe at this. My first time in a nightclub at 17. As I left the toilets to cross the dance floor, the DJ shouted, Hey you, in the little black dress. I turned and smiled flirtatiously, expecting a compliment, only for him to shout over the mic, Your dress is tucked into the back of your tights, love. (laughs) Arse on show, I scurried off, dying in a corner. <laughs> I love that. Flirtatiously like hey. <laughs> Your ass is out, love. Quality. Oh, right. Where is that? Hour gone. Oh, hey. my days. Um guys, thank you so much for listening once again. We truly, truly do appreciate all of your support. We hope that's uh, kept you entertained, give you a few giggles. As always, you can share your stories. Your tales of embarrassment, cringe, anything like Everything. that. Everything. Doesn't have to be uh, school related either. It, yeah, does it doesn't. Um, uh, head over to the website, to mrpspodcast.com. Um, and I you like, can share. I like general icks as well, just not necessarily school icks. School, because it's more related to, to dating, isn't it? It's more related yeah. to. Usually it's more related to dating. Um, I was just thinking, I'm pretty sure I had um, another story that I put in the group, did I not? In, in the WhatsApp with you. Never mind. Oh, I'll share. Yeah, I think you did. Was it? Yeah, I think you did. Um, oh, it was an injury, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Let me just talk you through this injury to finish off. Go on, we'll, yeah, we'll end it with an injury. Dislocated my knee, snapping my ACL on a school well-being training day. <laughs> right. That was, the, that was just the message I got on Instagram. So, of course, I'm like, how the bloody hell do you do that? Right. So, this is what they did for a, a well-being day. We did a photo treasure hunt trail around the local town and had to take photos at certain places. The winner, uh, who's whoever got the best photos, I got too competitive and tried to win, ended up slipping on some cobblestones, failing a landing as the knee went and landed on the floor. Thankfully, self-relocated the knee, so like knocked the knee back yeah, in place. Yeah. <laughs> How competitive. What was the prize? <laughs> what was the prize? A, a couple of mawams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hobbling. And actually walked back to the training centre. 
Didn't know I'd snapped it until months later after struggling. I did win for the best photo fail and got... <laughs> so they got surprised. Oh, not right. my mums. No, not far <laughs> off. So all of this, dislocating your knee and snapping your ACL... Oh, it's a to horrendous get a, ...to get a prize of... Oh, you ready? No, I'm not. <laughs> a cream egg. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh no! This is a picture. Picture getting your X-ray. How do you eat yours? <laughs> oh. oh, what a way to finish! What a great, great. Thank you so much. I won't, I won't name name you there, but yeah. Oh. Um, so tickets for the live tour. It's kicking off this month now. Yes. You'll be listening to this in February. We are touring. We're going to be here, there, and everywhere. Like I say, if we're not going to be local to you, make a weekend of it. You need it. You need a break. That's, you know. Um, paperback of the book. Put a wet paper towel on it. It's yeah. out in April. You can pre-order paperback. On that, yeah. uh, oh, we did an interview with... Oh, Chimwag, yeah. Chimwag with Adam Hills. Great. If not listened, he was, I've he had was some great good. messages about the Chimwag, actually. So he was, he was a really nice guy, wasn't he? Top, top guy, yeah. And uh, he's invited us along to... Sitting on the last leg, yeah. When we're down in London before the South End show, yeah. A, a show based on that teacher that <laughs> took part in the well-being. <laughs> and we get a cream egg on arrival. I mean, how? Why would you be that? Like, to, did they know the prize, to, or was it one of them where you get no, you get you, you get duped into believing there's a good prize? And you know what? There's going to be a cracking prize for the winner. Like maybe on the day that cream eggs were back. Yeah, you know I mean, like so it was like built up as a big thing. I mean, to knock your knee Oh, back it's an excellent place. prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yoke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we'll be back next week, guys. Thank you so, so much for all the support. Get over on the Facebook group as well. Get involved in all the chat there. If you've not yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, please do, because we'd really appreciate it. And if you have got the first book, you can also leave a review for that on Amazon. Um, cheers so we'll see you next week thank you very much thank you take care An Idiot's Guide to Saving the World is back. Because somehow we didn't manage to save it in season one. This award-winning podcast... Bronze Award. ...is on a mission to get everyone on board to achieve the UN's global goals, one episode at a time. Incredible guests with brilliant minds help us all feel less like idiots to help us realise how we can help save the world. Or just make it a lot less terrifying. An Idiot's Guide to Saving the World. Available on your favourite podcast platform.